Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> we're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 32 with Jeffrey Charles, part one of the um, Jeffrey Charles episodes and uh, the first one back for the year 2021. So welcome everyone to the new year and I uh, hope you enjoyed the intro track at the start of the podcast. Got a uh, got a buddy of mine, Kirky, who's been along to a couple of the uh, the open mics and also is a uh, buddy of mine from the music scene to help me out and uh, produce a uh, different intro track with a couple of samples. So I hope everyone's enjoying that. Here's something a bit different to get you into the the podcast same song but just with us uh, with the samples laid over the top let me know what you think of that one uh you may have also seen that i've got the uh marky worthington gaming stuff on my youtube channel so if you haven't checked that out already go over and have a look i've got a uh, game up already first episode which is uh mortal Kombat complete on uh n64 I play through with my buddy Dave and I um, do some uh, versus modes on that, so check it out. So as far as dates, we've got Basement on Wednesday the 20th of January. That's the open mic at the basement. Uh, I've already got a lot of interest in that one, so uh, make sure you um, head on down and check that one out. It's always a always a good lineup and a good crowd to, uh, to come see, so... Thanks everyone for uh, the last few and let's see that the the, uh, the new year kicks off with some more. Jeff also has um, a date coming up with uh, Fundamentals at Smith's on Thursday the 21st of January. Uh, there'll be ticket sales up online so check him out um, at uh, his social medias to, to follow the um, the tickets for those ones if it's not sold out already uh so yeah head on head on out to those two and um yeah enjoy the rest of the episode i had heaps of fun recording this one um with jeff we as you can probably tell by the two-part episode it went for a bit longer than i first thought which is great because it means that the conversation was flowing and we just um managed to lose track of time which is really good and uh yeah thanks jeff for being on the show and thanks everybody for listening now let's get into the episode cheers Jeffrey Charles here, man. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. Good to have you uh, in the the home studio. Yeah, it's good. I, like I, I almost um, didn't make it today due to a, a bee sting emergency. So it was like, holy shit. Yeah, All man. Right, let's uh, get into that. Okay. Well, yeah. This is this is my like middle class uh, tragic life that I live. But I, I was, you know, I always say to my kids like, you know, put your shoes on when you go outside. Blah blah blah. And I generally do it like I've got a, like an old crappy pair of Asics that have literally got duct tape on the bottom because I got holes in them. Like it's terrible, but you know they're my <laughs> they're my outdoor shoes. You know, like like no one's you know I I'm not I'm not a big enough comedian that the the paps are turning up and taking photos of me in in my what are those shoes. So um so yeah so I I head out the back and and I just said to my wife oh yeah I've just got to check on I think I was I don't know I was checking on the clumping bamboo at my house or something like that this is my like bourgeois existence and then i stepped on a bee i don't think i've had a bee sting in like 15 20 years like yeah yeah man my 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 right foot which is my driving foot as well it's like the size of a grapefruit right now it's mental oh, so and, and, I was, and i was panicking because like i was like oh you know i'm gonna have to go get an uber to marky's place and my wife's like just get in the car and just drive there <laughs> like so yeah like oh yeah so yeah that's me you so, made it you know, dude I'm i made it 
Yeah, so so like without the uh, without the art of podcasting, people wouldn't know your story. Yeah. Like <laughs> the uh, and and also like for anyone that's scouting Jeff for any any um promos later on, just make sure you listen back to this episode episode and hook him up with some mad kicks. Like <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then and then hit me up for spo- for the for the playback, like the the audio file. <laughs> like Excellent. To use as a sample. I feel like that's where marketing's going now. Like the I remember like um. I'm a bit younger than yourself, mm. but I remember when I was younger and you, it wouldn't have been much different when you were a kid either. It was all like TV and radio. It was yeah, like an, anything that was on TV in the morning between cartoons and stuff was like the next big yeah. thing. Whereas now something can be released online and advertised only on certain YouTube channels or podcasts. And if you don't listen to those shows, you don't know about it. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it, The diversification of it is just nuts. So yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, um, I've also got a, a budding, uh, well, not really budding, maybe burgeoning perhaps. It's not at all, actually. It's just you know, it's a it's a barbecue channel that I've set up on my Insta feed. So if you're oh. into if you're into smoking meats, uh, head up, um, yeah, Jeffrey Charles Comedy, and you'll see me. Most of my content is just me smoking ribs and stuff like that. Nice. So, yeah, I like it. Like, yeah, dude, like, I love that. Like, I wouldn't put it past someone with like such a uh, floral shirt not to um, <laughs> be into the the meat smoking industry. Yeah, dude. yeah, you know, dude, yeah. with, with that shirt, meat. It looks like meat smoking's a front. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, hey, you guys want a party? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's just a ruse, you know, that I've set yeah, up. It's yeah. no, um, no, I just, I just got into it. It was weird. It was during lockdown and mm. um, I started watching uh, The Chef Show. Yep. Uh, the two shows, actually. The Chef Show on Netflix, which is Jon Favreau and Roy Choi. Yep. And like Roy Choi is like the like the godfather of the food truck movement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he's a Korean American uh, chef. Mm-hmm. And um, have you seen Chef with John Favreau? No, I've seen the um, what is it? The Smoke Off Challenge. Where oh they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, another one you're talking yeah, about. Like, yeah, like that's cook- like a game show. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's like a Cookmasters thing where they like get different people to like to cook barbecue different ways and they compete against yep. each other. Yep. It's like a, it's yeah, like Master Chef but is, barbecue, but barbecue. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that was that it's was... like Master Chef but fatter, yeah. <laughs> more calories. Dude, um, actually, all but... the judges are like that. Like that cowboy style, like tall, thin dudes yeah. with mustaches and ten yeah, gallon kind hats, of Texan yeah. hipster. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I kind of I went on the deep dive with that. I watched that, and then another amazing show is um, Ugly Delicious, and um, which is David Chang's show. Um, mm-hmm. Another Korean American chef, and uh, and it, but he's massive. Like yeah. he's he's like a huge restaurateur, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's got that. That show's awesome. Like if you definitely want to look at like the history and stuff like that of. Um, of food and like the the social stuff with it, it's really good. And and the ones I was drawn to with the, was the barbecue stuff. So then I thought, oh, I want to try to learn how to smoke meats. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so I ordered a smoker and yeah, got into it. It's cool. Like yeah, and everyone we have over, like they're just you know they they're like really enamored with it because I guess so few people do it. Yeah yeah. Like like with the actual like a lot of people like will buy like a Weber and just like oh yeah, but yeah, if you really want to get into it, it's it's a real art. Like, oh man, I can imagine like. Um, see, I, after I watched the, I think it like sparked something in me a little bit, but like, I'm just way too fucking lazy to do that. So I, I literally got into like buying steak rubs and different yeah, sauces yeah. and stuff. That's as far as I go with it. Like I just oven stuff, um, and cook on the barbecue for just normal barbecue. Sure, I yeah. can, I can nail a barbecue, just a normal, you know, um, the old standard yeah. Barbie, you can do yeah. with the bloody um, put some snags on kind of snags thing. Yeah, on type yeah. thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a definite art behind it, man. I remember the best advice I ever got given 
um, for life mm. by a school teacher was my uh, year 10 construction teacher. Like we had this class called construction. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically what it was is they'd get like a bunch of students to do like tasks around the school. Yep. It'd be like, all right, we need a set of stairs put in here because four kids have rolled down this hill. Um, get the construction boys on it. Yeah, get, get, yeah. The, get the year 10 construction. So we had we were surrounded by a school of shit that was built pretty fucking crap because it was like just all like built by year 10, 11, and 12 kids. <laughs> um, and we were actually known as our, our group, um, our year, um, t- chose construction year 10, 11, and 12, uh-huh. all like the same group. So we, instead of just doing like one, so like like a lot of the time they'd be like, oh yeah, the 2009 year 10 class built those stairs, right? Yeah, yeah. But we had a few things around the yeah. school that were us because like we stuck with it and like managed to get more. We did like a major project, which was like a staircase and then we built like a like a rock wall next to it oh, as wow. like the handrail and then like reconcreted the like bus stop and everything it's like your you know history if you would you know like that's yeah, right, it's your yeah. lineage you know that you've that you've left on there that's yeah, right that's dude, so yeah. cool man yeah yeah so yeah. like um did all that and um the thing was though at the end of the year it was like you'd go to your normal classes right mm-hmm. you do like your normal like math science english but then, like, for one class, you were a tradie. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, like, all of a sudden, everyone just whips out their, like, high-vis, gets changed, and, like, starts doing construction around the class. And the teacher that ran that was, like, a, like literally, like, a tradie, yeah. right? Um, so, we'd be, like, just midway through a class and then go out and just put on the high-vis and start being like, oh, yeah, mate, chuck us the bloody 30-pound hammer. And, like, yeah. it would just... And then just go back to, like, a normal class again. Oh, that's great. Um, and at the end of the year, instead of doing construction, we had like a class before lunch. So the teacher bought in like a Weber barbecue oh, excellent. and we had like a, a feed at the end. That's so good. And um, the advice he gave me as he's cooking the barbecue, we're all standing around. But by this point, there's like six of us left in this class because most of them that wanted to pursue construction had gone in to get apprenticeships or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he just goes like, now remember, boys, when you're cooking a barbecue, steaks, don't flip them often. Snags, mm. turn them often. Yep, correct. That's the only advice that yeah, I that's needed. Good. That's good advice. And uh, I've been able to cook a barbecue ever since. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I reckon cook at low heat as well. That's another the thing. L- low heat, because I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, like when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, let's, let's get it done, like burn it out. And and that's, I, I don't, again, I'm a bit older than you are, Marky, but like I remember in, you know, the 90s and, and like I only have very vague memories of the 80s, but um, definitely like family barbecues at the, at the, in the 90s and you've got like the full on carcinogenic yeah, um, yeah. sausages, you yeah. know, they're just like, they're just, it's just like eating charcoal. Did you and have that was, the, the, the flame, like the, the, the heat bead sort of barbecue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had like the old, like the, the, the old school Weber, you know, yeah. where you basically yeah, had the charcoal at the bottom and then, you know, you yeah, a fire starter and that was it. And and I think, I don't think we got a gas barbecue until like I would have been like a teenager. Mm. So we had that old, that, that, the ancient Weber that's probably got like rust all over and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. it's amazing we're all still here. Like cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe that's what, you know, enabled us to go further. Like, you know, it's just that, um you know, yeah. But yeah, so the, eating that, eating barbecue food from that was, you know, like we'd still enjoy it. Like, oh, it's a barbie, but it's terrible. Like, yeah. yeah, no, low heat, like cooking at low heat is always like, because well, you, you're burning all of like the sinews out and stuff like that. You're actually just 
I don't know unless you unless you're doing like a, like a really thin steak like yeah. a skirt steak or like yeah. a minute steak or something where it's just boom boom done. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that could be high heat easy, but um, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! My butcher, if he's tuning into this, would love this section. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I I'll, actually, I'll have to hit him up, yeah. dude. I, in case I don't look like the kind of guy, I have a like a close relationship with my butcher. Yeah, in case you wouldn't already know by looking at me. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, like as in he'll he'll come around. We have barbecues and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Like, that's how kind of like I went to his yeah. birthday and shit. We watched Star Wars together and oh. like it. Yeah, it's just one. Actually, funny, this is ticking most of my boxes. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's actually um, it's pretty funny. What happened was um. His birthday, I was like, oh, I'll, um, it was just before the, the late, like the, the first of the new series of Star Wars came out, like Force uh, Awakens or okay. whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a nerd. He loves, he's like, um, he's like sci-fi and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's his birthday. I'll buy him two tickets for the Star oh, Wars movie. So nice. Right. So I take him to him. He's with his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, here's two tickets, man. And he was just like, oh, thanks, man. thanks, dude. And he turns to his girlfriend. And he's like, oh, do you want to come with me? And she's like, I'm not really into Star Wars. So within the same breath, he's like, do you want to come with me? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I, I went and watched Star Wars with him mm. when I really was just going to give him the tickets. Oh, to... So that sick. kind of was like yeah. why we're... We hang out sometimes yeah, after work and shit. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. But I've been seeing my butcher for like eight years, dude. Wow. I, I get all my meat from the butcher. I don't tend to. I sometimes buy like ham and like things from Woolies mm. or Coles or from the supermarket. You watch as I edit the names out later. <laughs> um, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the for, fu- for future sponsorship deals, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to unlock the uh, the so names, so right. there. Like, actually, we've got a pa- we've got a Patreon set up. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> for a mere oh, five dollars yeah. a month, you can see where exactly. I actually shop. <laughs> yeah, so um, no, but you've got like a GoPro. As yeah, yeah. You know, oh, here's the turkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do everything in two takes, one oh. with and without. But um, my um, yeah, for the most part, I um, I try and get all my stuff from, um, from the fresh food markets or yeah. from, from wherever, just because I find that um, I find that the quality is a bit better. Yeah. Um, and also that like. A lot of it, like he smokes all of his own meats and everything. You mm. should probably appreciate that more, knowing the inner workings behind that. Some of them, yeah. But yeah, yeah so I, I've been seeing him for a while. But um, it reminds me of uh, when you're talking about smoking, and uh, you, you uh, listen to the Monday Morning podcast. I do on and like, off. On yeah. and off, yeah. yeah. So um, our mutual friend Bill Burr. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think he knows of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, I, I saw him from very far away at the Sydney Opera House in 2015. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, he was, yeah, ama- he was yeah. amazing. He was, it was the best I've seen. Yeah, like re- he was he was incredible. Yeah, cool. Because uh, I was listening to a couple of throwback episodes and um, I was listening to one from before he went to that gig. Oh, right. So I kind of had like the the lead up to that gig, which had already happened. Oh. So it was weird to like, it's weird to like listen back to old episodes and then think, Oh man, he like recorded this in 2012 or yeah, 2013. Man. And you're like, fuck dude, this guy has been at the grind for so long. Like, oh, he's a, 
he's a pros pro man. He's like, like he was. I, I I took I took my brother to that for his birthday, and mm-hmm. he he's like not uh, like that much into comedy. He like appreciates it, but he, that's not his thing. Like yeah. like us, and um, Can't and have too many comedians in the same family. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But he's hilarious. Like yeah. it's one of those ones where like I think if he worked at it, he'd probably be better. You know, than I am, which is not terribly difficult to be fair. But um. It's um, yeah, like a little bit of effort, guys, and you'll you'll outstrip me. But uh, yeah, like it's um, yeah, well, yeah, well, maybe. Um, we I I got the tickets to so you did two shows, so I, I left it really late, and um, and I must I think I bought them like the day before or something like mm. that, and there were you know the we were right up the back, and we were doing the late show. We got the late show, but yep. like. And and so as as we were going there, like my brother said, oh, so who is this guy? And I said, oh, he's amazing. Yeah, and he really liked it, which was yeah. great. Because um, there's nothing nothing worse than taking someone to something. Oh, and they yeah. were just like, like, oh no. So he was like, yeah, no, I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, no, he was awesome. Like, built, like he was so good. And he and he just had like he had this long tangential story about like when he got caught drink driving and stuff like yeah, in Boston yeah. in the nineties. And yeah, he's trying just, to change the tire. No, yeah, no, yeah, it's okay. a diff- it was a different one okay, from yeah. memory. It's been a while, like so. It's that was that was nearly six years ago, actually. So, gosh, you know, time flies. But um, yeah, it was awesome. You know, yeah, it was no, amazing. I... You know, like like to to say that you've seen it, I was just like, gosh, you know, yeah. Well, see, I don't think the whole. So I've been in comedy for just over three years mm-hmm. now, and I don't think the entire time I've been doing comedy, he's come to Australia. Like I think 2015 was like the last time yep. he's been here. So. Yeah, I think he really like like obviously he was massive. Like I mean, if you're doing the opera house, you're doing a lot of things right. Like you're yeah. big, but he's just gone like bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, Ever since, yeah, yeah, man. Like he hosted Saturday Night Live recently. Yeah, like that's that's, that's insane, huge. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's yeah. Nah, he's he's so good. Like yeah, he's amazing. I know. I, I listened to the um the Monday morning podcast on and off. I actually. I, I I listened to a bit uh, like didn't get through all the episode, but because um, I've got kids mm. and and you've just got to be really careful of like what you can play. Yeah. You know? So yeah. so I've got like the USB um, Bluetooth headphones, Bluetooth headphones. So I've got the Bluetooth headphones, but then I hadn't. I'm not editing it that together. I'm going to leave the USB <laughs> part in there. I like USBs. You know, yeah. they're they're vintage. Like you know, <laughs> they're the VHS of today. Dude, um, how but, how yeah. weird will it be one day when you find an old flash drive and you're like, holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, man. There's Look, nearly to that point now. Like I don't like people use them for documents and sh- stuff, but like I feel like like you're like. Um, Various document storage methods online that I'm not going to name particular brands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, like yeah. I mean, there's there's um there's there's various ones. There's Dropbox and Google, but like yeah. I'm not going to put those names in this podcast. No, I'm going to no. like, edit you know, them let's, out. Let's shout out the up and coming ones. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, um, like internet storage. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Free internet storage. Yeah, yeah. We've got your back. Yeah, yeah. What's the, uh, the? You know how we used to buy software and it would come with like, oh, we also have this software. If you want to tick this box, we'll install this as well. Like, if you, uh, yeah, yeah. So it would just be like random things like that. Yeah, it's just like, oh, great. Yeah, I want, no, I want this. a random toolbar in my Internet Explorer <laughs> that like shows yes. me how to do stuff. Oh. Be- before you know it, you've, you 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 like. Open up Internet Explorer, and um, I think they're big enough. They don't need my help. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, no, like I remember it was uh, like oh, again. I might be a bit too old. Like, did you come across like LimeWire and Kazaa yeah, and all that stuff? Yeah, I was. I, I was, I was big, big thing for downloading yeah. was Lost episodes. Mm. Yeah, because it got to a point like I I stuck with Lost as a yeah. show, and it kind of some people swear by it, but I think it really you know started jumping the shark. Died and, off pretty hard. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I still watched it. Like yeah. it's one of those things. It's like 
I I guess I'm a bit of a commitment person. Like yeah. I commit to it. True. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in with it. Like I watched all of True Blood. That last four seasons were bad. Like yeah. and 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 yeah, I should have. That's that's like how many hours? Like ten. Yeah. So that's like forty hours of my life that I lost. Like you know, it's, Fuck, dude. it's yeah. just you it's know, like, like Buffy, dude. My my yeah. my buddy who um was part of that same crew of like um, LimeWire and all that stuff. Like there was times where everybody just had box sets of everything before totally. they downloaded yeah, shit, right? Yeah. And he had the Buffy box set. Um and he was like, All right, I have I'm not I haven't watched this box set and I've been looking at it and I've not devoted the time to it. Next two week school holidays, like the shorter breaks that you have throughout the year, um, I'm not stopping until I've finished it. Oh right? my gosh. Yeah. Legitimately, he said, for nothing but between like 10 to 16 hours a day he did nothing but watch <laughs> buffy for two weeks was he wearing like an adult nappy or something dude he <laughs> was like <laughs> well he took breaks on animal <laughs> but um he became a demon and buffy had to slay him by the end of the series oh, because he yeah. like ate too much like oh. and, and just yeah um, I, I had a like not not Buffy related, but um, uh, I got we got the kids a switch for mm. Christmas, um, and um, yeah, because you know recent times have been challenging because because my like I'm from Sydney originally, and yep. I've, only, I've only been actually I've been living in Canberra pretty much since the in the same space of time that you've been doing comedy. So, oh, yeah, so yeah. I've only been living here about three or four years, but um, uh, yeah, I um, uh, like you know they weren't able to see you know, many of my family members this this year, so which was you normally like, head back for yeah Christmas usually we try and go back yeah. a couple of times a year if yeah, we can, yeah. but yeah. um, but obviously it's it's challenging now like as the kids are getting older because they got school and stuff and you know they have friends parties all that sort of thing like when they're re- when the kids are really little you can just take them wherever you want it's almost like you know almost like another piece of luggage <laughs> you, know? yeah. you can just <laughs> pop them in the car and boom you're gone but um anyway so um yeah uh, I. We couldn't do any like yeah, so they couldn't see their family. So so we thought, oh, we'll buy a switch, and that it's been great because they've you know since having the switch, they've just forgotten everything else. Like yeah. Switch is their universe. <laughs> like I get woken up like, Dad, set up Mario Kart eight, and I'm just like, Ugh. like, it's, like <laughs> um, it's just like yeah, it's just terrible at like six thirty in the morning. Um, but anyway, so I had some. Um, my sister-in-law and and my brother-in-law live here in Canberra. Actually, my brother-in-law Tony, he's actually been he's seen you and oh, he's, cool. yeah, he's been to a whole bunch of things. He yeah, used to come. He he came uh, to uh, to see us at the Phoenix quite a lot when that was on. Right. Yeah. So this dude. is like 2018. It's weird yeah. that the Phoenix is a memory and not a thing that's still happening. Like yeah, it sad. seems so f- like still fairly fresh that it. Oh yeah. Is, but like. I was thinking about it. I'm like, that hasn't ran for a while. Like, no, um, our mutual... nearly two years. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Our mutual friend uh, Dylan Holmes has been on the podcast before. I keep saying to him, like, because I used to record most of my sets um, when I emceed with a GoPro. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and um, I don't tend to do that um, as much anymore unless someone specifically wants a copy of their set. I should ask you for that next time. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. yeah. yeah so, um, but. I usually, when I get off stage, will hit stop and then hit start before I go back up. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd only been emceeing like two, three times maybe before before this. Mm. And I um, left it recording and I captured Dylan's first ever set. Oh, at, wow. At um, Phoenix. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, well, he said it would be around his first, like yeah. if not his first. And I was just like, I keep saying to him like, I, I could just delete it, dude. Yeah. Or I could just keep it until you want it yeah and he's like i don't want it delete it oh. and i was like okay okay 
but like you might not ever have your first ever set again. Like it's one of those things where yeah, it's like it's... you don't want to watch your first set, no. but it's good to have. Like in ca- like oh yeah, when it's it's like one of those things like. While it's still fresh, it's still kind of cringy. But like, oh, yeah, it's... eventually, it's so cringy, it's funny again because it's been enough time since then. Like, well, and also, you know, it's part of your story. Like, I think, I think that's a big thing that you know that I think with with comedy how it is now. Like, because you look back at comedy. Oh, I mean, comedy like any genre changes, but like a lot of comedy these days is um is people just telling their stories. You mm, know, it's mm. it's very narrative based. It's very personal idiosyncratic you know and yeah i guess if you did go back and look at that stuff i think i've got a, i think i've got video footage of it must be on probably like my wife's oh god like iphone like seven versions ago yeah um of when i first started at the mug and kettle in sydney in in um where was it oh god in glebe in sydney in um yeah like 2013 you know yeah, oh god sure. i would not want to watch it no way i mean oh, actually god. i had a good like it went well but like i was just like yeah you know, no, no way. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Man, it's like my first ever set I did it um, at Smith's, right? Um, I was like, set didn't go too well to start with. And then I went into like some more material, which was kind of more of a story-based thing, which yeah. worked a little bit better. Wasn't bad for a first set. Um, I don't want to watch that shit, dude. Like <laughs> I, I actually, I think in my two-year anniversary of starting comedy fell on a open mic yeah and i was going to do was a, it at smith's yeah, it was at smith's, smith's yeah. yeah and i was actually thinking of doing my first set again <laughs> like just to like like a callback yeah um but it was just so shit that i was like i don't even want to do that material I mean, there is something to be said about revisiting old material like yeah, the yeah. the amount of times i've like put something in the on the back burner and come back to it once I had like a better setup or something else that worked into it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's like that first set there, I think it lies where it stays. Yeah. I think it's like, it's hard, yeah. I mean, like, I think I'd say it's akin to like, it's like, you know, planting planting a you know some well planting a plant that's a terrible analogy planting some sort of tree i think yeah like yeah. like and and particularly you know one that'll i don't know like grow hopefully or, you know over like not not something that'll shoot up like a weed but something that'll take time like i think yeah you're right like there are bits that just yeah they come to mind and they yeah you try it once and yeah like like i, I recently did that it was a bit i hadn't done it for a while it was mm. when i dislocated my shoulder earlier in the year and I was having to take oxycodone all the time just because yeah. the pain was like immense. And it was just hard, difficult to sleep. And I did it again recently when I stupidly, uh, I, I did them both playing Ultimate Frisbee. And I shouldn't, like I'm playing it, still playing at quite a high level. And yeah. I used to play at a very high level when I was younger and fitter and yeah, yeah. and not as heavy. Uh, but um, just yeah, can't keep up to your same level. Oh man, I'm 30, I, like, well, I'm 36 nearly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like, you, you know, you look at those elite athletes and I'm definitely not one of them. And they're like saying like, he's now 36 years old. And like, and I was like, I was marking this guy who was like 19. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm nearly old enough to be his father. Yeah, yeah. Like, and um, yeah, you know, I, I, but anyway, so I did this bit and I'd only done it once or twice. Um, and then, um, cause it was, cause I was getting these crazy dreams on the oxycodone, like, mm. and, um, and then I just did it again. I did a, um, Blackbird about two weeks ago mm. and yeah, and, and I pulled it out and it went well, but I was like, geez, I hadn't done that bit for like six months. Mm. So it was a risk, you know, but yeah, it's one of those things like you do sort of, you know, it's like, you know what it is? It's taking, taking a plant, repotting it. Mm. And then you put it into another space. Yeah, yeah. That's what like that. I think that's kind of like what it is with uh, comedy. But, true, in my opinion. Like, yeah, for sure. Like I've I've done that before with um certain gigs where you're like, 
man, you might have, um, I, I don't do this anymore. Um, I used to sometimes tailor my material for the crowd or venue. Um, and I would change it up depending on, you know, how, the, how my previous set went there or sure. whatever. And I sort of be a little bit self-conscious about certain jokes. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like more stubborn and like set with like, which is the opposite to how my personality should be. It should be oh, like dynamic and evolving, but instead I've like reversed that and I've gone more like stubborn and hard with, with my, but I'm, I'm, it's more so like in a joke sense, it's like, I'll start out like with a bit that I'm like, Oh, that could do with some work. And then I'm try again. Nah, it's not quite hitting, yeah. but then I'll just consistently try it with different intros uh, surrounded by different jokes, have like a different lead up, different punchline, yeah. open with it, close with it. See if I can like work out, why it's not working before I throw it away. Yeah. I think, you know, like it's sort of, I think, look, the, the best metric is to see, uh, is it, are the jokes landing? But like, you know, you can't jettison every bit. Like, you know, if you, if you're out there, you know, really like pushing the boundaries and you're thinking like, okay, you know, this, this might go well, this might not. Like, you know, if you know consciously that you're going to, you're doing like a high risk act, like you've got to have such a level of craft to pull off, like really, you know, just to, like not, not even just like content wise, but also just, like or like appropriateness but it's also just like the difficulty of the joke mm. you know like there are some jokes that are so like so nuanced and so um built into what you're thinking that the audience might not understand it and they might just go like oh I, i've got like this is like listening to an insane person like you know up there so no nah, man you can't jet it like you gotta you gotta weave it in like you made a good point about my stuff it was at one of the basements um, in the latter half of this year after the lockdown. Yeah. Um, and you said, I like how you add bits as you go. Yeah, like you yeah. do a bit and then you, you little put little bits on. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's, and that was a really, that was good feedback oh, because cool, no, I appreciate it because, because that's the thing. Like I, I, I need to make sure that I'm looking at my process and going, Oh, right, well, how do I build bits? And just given a seven year comic advice, like a fucking, <laughs> no, up. but I'm not like, you know, I'm not Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah so. but it's, it's just fine. Like, I um I also learnt something with certain crowds is sometimes they can I just did it then. I'll start like several conversations and finish them and then get to what I actually want to say. Isn't that just being a millennial? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do they say? I saw online it was um a millennial is having three different conversations on three different social media platforms with the same person uh, at yeah. the same time. You know, uh, that's yeah. yeah. So I um I have that where I'll start something and I'll go like fuck that bit and then I'll like circle back to it or I'll do a callback or something, um to like an original bit which will lead me on another tangent mm. and for crowds that don't have that mindset they can sometimes get confused. It happened to me at Boardwalk a few months ago. Um, I was doing a couple of bits that I've since worked out, but at the time it was the first time I tried it, and um. Someone was heckling, and I oh, right. and I said, like, um, some something. I kind of went at them a little bit, and I was like, "You, um, what? You don't like this bit or something?" And they said, "No, I'm just confused." And I was like, "That's actually good yeah. feedback. Like, yeah, for once, yeah. a heckler gave me something I can actually work with. That's not just like putting them down." Yeah, I, I was. It was the first time that I've had a heckler where I've gone like. Oh, like you're just trying to help. You know what I mean? It's constructive like, feedback. It was like you know? it was legit. Like, I could have waited till after the show, but like at the same time, <laughs> thanks for fucking having a crack. But um, that happens though, like because I can't think of something from someone else's like 
mind. I can only sort of put myself, I can only think of something from my perspective initially until I look at it from someone, from the audience's right. point of view. Okay. So I might have like a really complicated um, thought process to lead up to one simple joke. And then I just tell the joke and they don't get how I got to that point. I sometimes need to like lead the audience to the finish i can't just kind of yeah. like fast track them to the punchline without sort of doing a good lead up but yeah um, i mean it's i guess so i mean i think we're that, that's, I feel all, like that's I all of us that's, i just confused all my <laughs> listeners as well they're like yeah dude i no, know no, what I you're talking about that's true for dude, me if it's too, anything like, like, like this yeah. conversation i can understand why the fucking person heckled you well, let's get him in let's, yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Can, he can give me some feedback as well no like I just think that it's that art of just writing great jokes. Like, you know, who is just, it, it just blows my mind that he's able to do it. Like Luke Burney, hmm. how he just gets up there and he just how boom, boom. Fuck? How does he do it? Like, because yeah. I've, I've literally got only two or three bits that are very sort of joke centric. And I, I guess I won't do them. You know, oh, yeah, I won't burn material. Yeah, but, don't, don't. Uh, yeah, but one of them's actually on online. Um, and it was from Short, Fast, Funny last year. And I, I did that bit and, um, and then, like another another comedian was like, "Oh, I really like that bit." And I'm like, "Thanks." And then I was, it made me think, like, oh, "Okay, that is really different to most of my stuff because I was it was when I was emceeing um, uh, Fundamentals at mm. Smith Alternative, and you know I was doing like I say the did, date, sorry, say the date. I'll say well. the date. Yep, yeah. twenty. Uh, thanks. See, that's why you're the professional. Um, so Fundamentals Smith Alternative, twenty first of January. So, Beautiful. Um, I think it's about to go online. Um, I've sent it through to the management there, and we'll you know we'll see. But um, yeah, it'll be. Oh, good. you already said the event, the t- the the um the venue. May as well just round that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that's it. Yeah, it's um, but uh, no, oh, like basements on the twentieth of so the night awesome. before. Make oh, it, make okay. it two nights back to back. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be there. I'll, I, I missed. Uh, should I tell my story? About, you see, I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing a marquee right now. I'm. I'm chopping all over the place. It? it is, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're the dude. Um, uh, I'm a marquee acolyte. Uh, <laughs> but um, what was it? Uh, yeah. So, it's it. It just every time I, I haven't seen Luke for ages because I think we just haven't been on the same gig same nights. And yeah, also, yeah. like, I got kids and I keep injuring myself playing Ultimate. So that that has sort of cut into my my ability to go to open mics, which is a real shame. You're but, out there making material instead of using it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm You're doing still in the creating process. I'm doing it all wrong. Seven years in, I'm still just a yeah. But um. I just I, when I saw when I saw him at I think it must have been at the basement I think and he did the first one back in May and I haven't seen him there okay since. that was where it was he mm. just went boom 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 and like I'm just like how did like I, I just I, I was just sitting there just in awe because I'm like how does he do it like you know I my brain just can't like it takes me like I have to sit down and just think about a joke and think about a premise and go like yeah. oh how can that like yeah it's just it's a it's a real art and you know Nick Schuller's another one like Nick Schuller's just a great just mm. beat to beat joke writer and I'm just yeah. like oh like that's just I wish I had that Tomic's another one Tomic he's really good at it Chris Ryan she yeah. she just has these like yeah so yeah there's a lot whereas yeah I I get caught up in storytelling I think but but I guess you know because I'm an English teacher so i do english yeah. teachers tell stories you know that's what that's yeah. what they do other like, people's stories but yeah stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm basically just a plagiarist that's, yeah, what yeah, yeah. that's what shakespeare did man he just stole all that stuff and he just rewrote it like you know othello was written by a, a, a an italian writer cynthia and he just basically took their stuff and i'm, like, I'm gonna make it good and yeah, yeah. Done. he's like a comedian from the old days he's like he's like bill gates from then yeah 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 um I think the only reason that Luke Burney could be at 
the first mic back is because it always falls when he has, he does something else yeah. on that night. And um, because of COVID, that other thing was cancelled. So he, right. like, for the first time in ever, he was able to actually get up at the basement. And I remember that set was very fucking was, solid. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Like, yeah. I was just like, man. Also, Luke's kind of in. I've, he's been to the basement a couple of times as a patron just to watch b- bands and gigs and shit. Right. And um, I feel that sometimes he's seems a bit more. Um, confident on that stage because it's like there's a few it's kind of a bit more um of a few more people that are his crowd like yeah. they know him and that sort of shit yeah for sure so um yeah it's it's good to see him there but i um yeah i, I never never have landed it where he's been there on that night and it just all the yeah. planets aligned and he was able to play the basement so that was fucking cool man oh it's tough you know. he's um like I missed the last two basements because I bloody I did all my rib cartilage. Playing That's Ultimate. right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I think I was I was I was closing Smiths. I don't think I saw you. I think I might have just seen the end of your bit. I just got in and I um, opened. I think, yeah, yeah, right, okay. And um, did I tell you this one? Because I, I I was closing. Marlton was emceeing. That's Chris right. Marlton, yeah. that is, and um, another great Canberra comic. And he uh like. And I'm sitting at the the door at Smith's as these like glass kind of I think they're like French doors pretty much yeah sort of thing. pretty much so yeah. yeah full plane glass French doors and um actually I'm storytelling right now so yeah this is this is it. painting this a picture is, yeah. yeah exactly that's what I do full um, plane uh, red surrounding <laughs> that's true very bohemian you know like yeah, it is very it is very red it's like sort of crimson burgundy kind of and anyway sorry I'll stop Silver doing so much imagery between waist and chest height yeah. <laughs> Just over a meter. No, so um. Anyway, so so I'm sitting there at the front, and then Luke Heggie walks in. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, because I think he'd done a gig at the Canberra Theatre the night before. Yeah, that's and I, true. And I recognised him, and you know, he he doesn't know who I am, obviously. So he, I said, oh, hey, Luke, um, I'm Jeff. Would you like a spot? And he goes, no, nah, I'll just sit and watch. And I was like, oh man. So that I was like, all right, I've got to go for it. And I did two bits that have gone well recently, but like I really went for it. Like yeah. I was at like, and it, and it did, and it, I had a good set. I've recorded it. I was like, good. And then I got off stage, and then because I had all this rib cartilage damage, which is like these little sort of micro, yeah, you know, muscles, stuff, yeah, yeah, all through up and down, like because I got taken out of the airplane frisbee, my legs. I had that moment of like weightlessness, you know, yeah, or like or like yeah, I was just like, oh, not weightlessness, I'm still heavy, but you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, where am I? This legs? is gonna hurt, yeah, yeah. So I land. Apparently, people in the next field heard the impact. Nice. And um, but then I went to work for a week. And I had some oxycodone left over from when I did my shoulder yeah. in, out back in February. So I was like, okay. Waste not, want not. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll go to work like an idiot. And then, and I was really struggling. And then I'll go home and I'll just take one of them and I'll go to sleep. And I was really, like people were saying like, Jeff, you're all over the place. Like you look foggy. And I was like, yeah, man, like I'm out of it. So anyway, so I have that set. Goes, It, it did go well, thank God. And then, um, and I had a chat with him afterwards and I was really holding it together because I was in so much pain. Like, yeah. like I thought I was having, it was on the, all the pain was on the right side of the body, yeah, yeah. but I thought I was having a heart attack. Like True, I thought yeah. I was having angina, yeah, which yeah. is, and it can travel. Like it's not just left side. So yeah, yeah. be heart safe. Deferred everybody. pain. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The referral pain, the like referred, you can, yeah. yeah, you can actually have it. anyway. So that's, that's, so, more, that's me. That's me in a nut- nutshell, man. No. Close enough. I said fucking <laughs> referred when it was deferred. Like, I'll, I'll like, get you close enough to work yeah, it look, out. You, the... you know you know what? That was like basketball. You gave me the assist. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're like the point guard. I'm, yeah. You know, the, I'm, you got... I'm, 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 you, the alley-oop. I'm slamming it in. Oh, no, dude. Just like. Fucking. 
I, I feel, like, dude, I don't know what you're like in basketball, man, but fuck, I feel bad. sorry for any team <laughs> where, like, we're the choice. <laughs> we're like, we're like the, uh, you know, it's like Space Jam, but we yeah. don't, we don't get the magic juice or whatever. Yeah, it is. we just, a, we just suck. It's, a, it's like we're, um, we're like the under foot, under six foot yep. Space Jam. You're like close to six, like five. Oh, I'm like five, five yeah, five nine. I'm one seventy five centimeters. Yeah, dude, so see, I'm no, one seventy, yeah. man. I'm fucked. Like I. <laughs> You're, you're like a point guard from the 50s yeah like, yeah yeah like uh, in the national basketball association yeah. <laughs> Mark like, Worthington in the, in on the Boston Celtics <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yes dude like uh, I feel like I would have been tall in the middle ages <laughs> yeah you, I, dude you got the beard to yeah prove, dude man. I feel like yeah. when you picture like the fucking Viking marauders and shit coming yeah. over the hill that was because everyone was five foot and I'm five seven. Yeah, there was yeah. a there was a so I taught at a um a Catholic private school in Sydney and there was the um the patron saint of said school and like there was a statue of him near the front of the school like in a courtyard kind of thing and yeah he was tiny life and size. It, sorry they made it the actual yeah it was life size it was ah. it was as far as they know yeah. like obviously but he was so short you know and but he, and and before like he was a mercenary in one yeah, part yeah. of his life so yeah man like it's crazy like how much yeah it's yeah it's um well you look at old houses dude oh, like yeah like when you see like moving to the country and they're like oh here's like some here's this like up up in the hillside we've got this beautiful cottage made from you know the 1600 fucking like design yeah. with the thatch roof and shit and that's like the odd one like the wild card yeah. and they're like oh yeah Oh, it's a bit out of our budget. We were, oh, I was thinking maybe something with a taller door and that. Be like, and, can, you, can you put a French door on that? Maybe <laughs> one with a glass pane, like it's Miss Alternative. Yeah, I'm thinking like I'm thinking red glass door <laughs> about um, like handle waist high, but <laughs> make a plummy burgundy colour. <laughs> can you put a lamp on the top? Like no, uh, yeah, upside so... down though. Like I, I want it to look. <laughs> Anyone that's played at Smith's knows what I'm talking oh, I love, about. I love the vibe there. It's oh, so yeah. cool. Like even like Pat Doherty was, you know, when he first um, did, I don't know, it, it was either just oh, a mic Did he tell you this is the best room in town? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I thought I was the only one. All oh, right, right. Oh, you just broke my heart. Oh, um, fuck. He broke just broke other, both our hearts. hearts yeah, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. No, um, I do, yeah. I mean, I love the basement too. It's fun. Like I love in Canberra that there's such a distinct vibe with the different rooms. Like they're not... I get, maybe that's like every city, although because when I started in Sydney, a lot of the the rooms weren't really distinct as such. So like the mug and kettle, uh, which was set up by Daniel Muggleton, okay. he's a no, Sydney no, comic. No. Yeah, yeah, he's really funny. He's really yeah. good. He was in the UK for quite a few years, and now he's back in Sydney. Um, I'm but, not fully across the Sydney scene actually. I probably have more um, connections in Melbourne than Sydney as oh, far right, as wow. comedians that I that I see regularly on, on, on my social medias and stuff. I only know a few. Like, I mean, it's been a long time, Marky. Like, I... Because I was doing mics for about a year and then uh, my wife and I had our first child and it just got too hard, yeah, like, to yeah. go out and do mics. And, and also, like, when you... I was teaching in a, um, a private school in Sydney, which was great mm. and it was really good development for me as a teacher and it was fun. 
But um, yeah, man, oh, they, those private schools work you hard. Like I was doing 50, 60 hours a week and, it's you know, insane, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Like, I mean, and the pay is really good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's great. And it's really, you know, not that this is an education podcast as such, but if someone wants to do that, it's oh, a really, wait. it's a really, <laughs> it's a really good way to test yourself as a, te- you know, if you want to develop and let's and not grow. label it just yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're branching out. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marky Worthington education. I yeah. Like yeah. That, exactly. You know? Um, But fuck, I think I'd be better off with a basketball team. <laughs> And he's back. <laughs> Look at that rebound. Like, no. um, but uh, yeah, well, see, so, yeah, we're doing a few impressions. Your impressions are actually pretty good there. That, that, that uh, sort of, that I've got British a couple accent. go-tos. I've uh, got a couple go-tos and I'll steer the conversation towards them. Uh, like okay. I could have very well done moving to the country, Australia, yeah. but I, um, that's like my normal accent. So I had to try and change it to the UK version. Oh, okay. I do do like a... Um, do 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 do. That's uh, right. I I have a um like a central west New South Wales accent. Oh right, okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go. So um, I'll I'll, I'll set... so like Dubbo is that kind of thing? is that central west New South Wales or am I Wagga Dubbo? Wagga, that okay, got it. Okay. But like got farm it. farm like you, uh-huh. there's parts of Wagga where it's like the city. Like Dane, I've played there before with uh, for Dane Simpson's yeah. room. Um. The Riverina comedy, anyway, and it's not Dane Simpson's room, but you, you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there is a different accent in the city. I'm talking, grew up on the farm, sort yeah. of area. Because what was a university town? They got Charles Sturt Uni, so it's going to be yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So you've got you've got that, but I um, my old man lives out that way, uh-huh. and uh, he does welding and engineering. Yeah. And he'll get people call him up to do jobs for their farm like build things and uh most of the time he just if he's working will let it go to voicemail and then in his lunch break or at the end of the day he'll listen to all his voicemails and know who needs to call back right Uh i was out visiting him once and he's just like oh mate listen to this hits play on the voicemail getting ready for the impression uh so voicemail places just gets Oh, yeah, g'day, mate. It's um, Dino here from down the road. Just wondering if you could get a chance to look at those uh, dog cages that we were looking at the other day, mate. Yeah, no worries. Like, if you haven't got a lot of time, you know, we can get round to it uh, maybe Tuesday. But uh, if you can't, then I suppose it doesn't matter too much. But I'll uh, bloody catch you around. <laughs> That's pretty good. I love that. You know what the, the really telling part was? The Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. Mindy. You know, like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I find that very... Yeah, so, so he, I just, like it. he just it's hits good. stop, but then he's like, oh, that one was like one of the more distinct ones, but it was literally like about five messages from different people awesome. all with that same style oh, of voice. Right. And But the best thing about it was instead of like, if I leave you a message, yeah. which I wouldn't anymore, like I don't really leave voice messages, um, I'll just send a text, right? Okay. right? With what I would normally say in a voice message. Yeah. But if I did leave a voice message, when I used to leave voice messages, I would just be like, uh, hey Jeff, just call call me back when you're ready. Yeah, like you would see him miss call now and do that anyway. So yeah, I wouldn't exactly. leave the yeah. thing. You'd presume, yeah. But if it was something that I was like, this doesn't need to be a phone call. I'll just say it in the message. It'd be like, uh, hey Jeff, need to reschedule Tuesday to Friday. Call me if that works, or message me. Mm-hmm. 
But this dude was just, oh, g'day, mate. Here you go. I'm just wondering if, like, it yeah. just, like, like it was, like, it like, he had no concept of, like, time. Yeah. It was just like, I'll have a conversation with you via fucking no response from your end. But you know what? I think it's kind of polite, too. Like, it's kind of sweet. You know, like, you start off with, like, a salutation. Like, g'day, how are you? you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, how you going? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. But we're also busy though, and also like we don't check them. <laughs> like you know, I I, I, we, I, I really I really get them. I, but, yeah. I'm glad now. I noticed recently with the phone, the iPhone did an update where um actually no the phone. If you want iPhone, you're gonna have to pay. Um, so get on board with the Patreon people. <laughs> the um I'm not gonna edit any of these out. I've given up. Uh, <laughs> keep, it's all gold. <laughs> fuck it. If you pay me, I'll make another one. <laughs> um, fair, but That's they really um. Fair. Like the um the voicemails available through the the phone without having to call it, it just comes up as like a sound bite, so uh-huh. you can just hit play without having to call. Oh yeah, the actual like calling like one two three. Yeah like, yeah oh, yeah. God, I hate all that. Yeah, yeah, so you're just sitting there listening back to it. And I remember like I, I get calls from recruiters for jobs, and they always try and butter you up if they leave a voice message. Uh, butter them up. That's an idiom. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so. Is that an idiom? It is an idiom. There we go. See, dude. There you go. Um, So I was like, I know when I'm getting a call from a recruiter because they'll always start with something that's like, um, oh, hey, Mark, how you going? Just wondering if, like, because I'm Mark professionally. Yep. Um, (laughs) People don't realize that that was the name change. Um, (laughs) In case you don't know. Uh, So there's a, there's a, um, They'll buddy up, so you'll you'll listen to the you'll listen to the voice message, and you'll without even listening right through, just from the start, you'll know that it's someone trying to offer you a position to do something. Yeah, right. And for a while, mine was from FS Family, it still is, I think. The um the answering machine, leave our message at the tone. You know the yeah, I, I've seventies voicemail yeah, machine. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um the person that called me was like. Didn't know where the reference was, but wanted to address it. So they're just like, oh, Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Oh. Anyway, Mark, if you want to call me back. And I just wow. was like, dude, oh, okay. just like, nice try. Yeah, yeah. nice try. Yeah, you know, he, he had a crack. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the, we, we spoke earlier about um, some random, um, you know, you're, you're an English teacher in idioms mm. and stuff like yeah. that. We're going to have a section after the break to get into some more of those. I've got I've got actual content for the second oh, part. Beautiful. Uh, so we'll burn through that. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening so far, and we'll be back in a moment with the with the next part and get into some get into some actual Marky Worthington education yeah. on the on the podcast. Please flip over the tape to side B to hear the rest of this podcast. Hey, and we're back uh, to you guys. That was only a matter of a little outro track and an intro track, so burning it all together. I mentioned before the break um, that we would get into some uh, some very English teacher-heavy episode here with uh, Jeffrey Charles. Uh, just said it like on radio, you know how they like have to re-announce it. In case. Yeah. For those of you just tuning into this podcast. <laughs> no, I did, I did community radio for a couple of years back in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no one listened, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, man. Like I, I do community radio um, as a guest sometimes, yeah, but yeah. I used to do a full-time show there. And um, the show was uh, from ten thirty till twelve on a Wednesday, on oh, a Thursday night. Wow. And uh, yeah, like when uh, when we switched over to digital only. I had no one hit me up and was like, hey, I've been listening to the show. 
<laughs> and uh, I tuned in and it wasn't on anymore. Um, so yeah, that. But I, I do think the community radio has helped me a lot with podcasting. Oh yeah, and just like obviously not mic position as you hear my voice fade in and out throughout this entire episode, but um, just some of the like it helps me probably better at being a guest on more progressive podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I say no. Let me reword that. It uh, helps me being a guest with uh, on on more professional podcasts. Ah, there we yeah. go. But they could be progressive as well. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, um, no, it's uh, I did I did um, Sunday night with Jeffrey Charles, and it was just me, and then I just make up sketch characters. Yeah, yeah. So I had like one. I was like Ooh, Atticus Tennessee the third, and it was just like this southern accent. I was like, oh, I love Donald Trump, you know. And I just be <laughs> like, I think and this is this is gosh, twenty fifteen. Yeah, so. so Years was ago, it just just like when, when was Trump in? Was that Trump twenty sixteen? Yeah, okay, no, November so. twenty sixteen. Yeah, so okay. yeah, it was um yeah man, it was just so I'd, and I had like so I just had to fill out time. So mm. I had one, I had another character. It was just it was it was called like Billy the Kid, and he'd be like, oh Everton scored against Hull FC, you know, like because <laughs> I just I had no like I had literally an hour just by myself. Dude, that it's just oh, I've considered yeah. doing solo shows for this podcast if I can't get a guest or something like that. And I think that I could do it if I had, like, content, like, something, like, if I had, like, something to read out or whatever, but I need something to start me, like, and that's why having a guest, I tend to um, bounce the ideas a little bit better when I've got someone to, to, to talk to, and that's why I kind of been lucky enough to always have a guest on the show but i feel like there would be a time at some some point in the future where i might just wing it and try a solo show i've got an old one i keep uh, two comedians told me to bring it back so i should and, and a bunch of people in other aspects of my life students and family friends it's called like just the jeffrey charles podcast and it's, it's mostly just me in my car yeah, yeah and i'm just like talking about yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like there were some people who liked it i mean most people would be like this is terrible but yeah dude yeah i I definitely there, there you go. In case I wasn't one of the two, there's the third person. That's a, so I listened to a few of your original like first impressions ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I can, I think that you've got, um, if you've got the ability to do it, you may as well. Like yeah. a lot of people can't just talk through stuff like that. Like I, <laughs> I could probably keep an episode going by myself. Um, but a lot of people can't like things that you just do naturally. You might not realize it's actually a skill because it comes so I guess easily. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like people that say to me, like, "Oh, how do you get on stage and mm. do it?" And then they see my set and they're like, "Oh, poorly." Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, it's, it's it's that classic bit, right? Where it's just like um, people um, people are like, "Oh, comedy's so hard," until they watch you do it and they're like, "Oh, I might give this a crack." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had one. God, I did Blackbird. <laughs> Actually, oh, I'm I'm at risk of burning a bit here, so maybe I shouldn't. Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, Something similar happened, or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe. All right, I'll. Sorry, that's a tease, everybody. Yeah, so. that's a tease. <laughs> so, you can catch so Jeffrey wanna... Charles at Fundamentals on the yes, twenty first. Twenty. Yep. What's that? A Thursday, the twenty first of January. Yes. Yeah, so, and yeah. Uh, yeah, but we'll save plugs for the end instead of uh, beautiful. Yeah, we'll pepper them throughout the episode yeah, so yeah, yeah. people we'll that skip weave, weave them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, um, I don't often get content ready for the episode for the podcast i think the last time i actually printed paper for the episode was um when i did a movie review with dylan holmes and we did alien vs predator Uh, one and two i'm a listener of that episode and and many of your episodes to be fair that's a yeah yeah, it's a it's a last time i printed out stuff but um in the the fashion of uh the the um the english i uh decided to bring in some um idioms in their stories oh i love it 
So um, I got my top 10. There's mm-hmm. some that I've said for years and didn't actually know the meaning for. Mm-hmm. But what we're going to do is if you have a reason, like uh, if you have an idea of what you thought that idiom um, came from, okay, you just say it before you read the actual okay. origin. Right. I'll, I'll go blind yeah. and, then, and then we'll have a but reveal. But if you don't have, if you didn't used to use that or yep. you didn't know the reasoning behind it, then you just leave it. But like, I've got a couple in here that I've been using and I created my own origin for them oh, in my wow. mind okay. this is bef- great. while I was using them. And then I've actually found the actual origin. Wow, okay. Um, okay, according to a website, so I don't really know how fucking legit that is, but please don't judge me as an English teacher either. Like, yeah, because I'll probably get a lot of these wrong. So, oh, and another thing is too, you're about to hear me read out loud, which is fucking dreadful. Like, <laughs> as an English teacher, man, you'll probably understand. There's that guy in the class where you're like, all right, Mark, you want to just finish that paragraph there, and you're just like, all right, don't worry about it, Mark. I will just keep reading. <laughs> yeah, I've I done was that many guy. times. And I used oh. to have a buddy who's been on the podcast before, Jack Taylor. I used to always sit next to him, right? And um, whenever we do group reading, I would tag him in. So it'd be like a paragraph each year. I don't yeah. know if that's still the standard. And yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah. No, it depends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our teachers would do a paragraph each year. So what I would do is I would go, all right, um, when I stop, you just take over and read the rest of mine plus yours. Uh-huh. So I'd be like, you know, going along like, oh, you know, and then the ancient Greeks would go to... All right, take it away, Jack. And then he would just finish the rest of the thing. Oh, what a good guy. And and do his man. I would just tag him in. And the teacher would like pull me up and be like, Mark, we need you to read. I'm just like, look... Yeah, you just cut a deal. You're like exactly. exactly. I was that. I was that deal cutter kid. You yeah, know? It's just like look, Miss, you're still getting. You're yeah, still getting exactly, your paragraph exactly. out of it. Exactly. it doesn't matter exactly. who it comes from. Whether it's, I mean, Jack's a far better reader than <laughs> better me. For all you're of actually us. getting more quality exactly. out of me making this. Like I'm a yeah, I'm a bit of a fucking merchant no, when it comes to getting out of shit I, I don't want to do. I'm always a believer. Like you know, you got to meet the kids where they're at as well. Like yeah, you know, I. I Within reason, like as long as you do your work and stuff, um, that's 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 like the non-negotiable. But yeah, I like I'm not going to force the kids to, if they're not comfortable doing it. Like it's a it's yeah. a mixture because you want to you want to help kids develop. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into oh, teaching mate, now. Mate, like, it, I yeah. I got to the point where the teacher would be like midway through like the other side of the class, and there'd be a short paragraph like before we move on to Joe to Joe or George or whatever. Might just get Mark to read this one. Here's one for you, buddy. And then I would just like go through it. And <laughs> it's be like, like a two sentence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, that's a good one for you, actually, Mark. Like I've been in a class in primary school where the teacher used me as an example, but not a good example. Like, oh, for example, that's terrible. Well, dude. So what happens is I still laugh about it to this day. <sighs> the, t- the teacher goes like, Jake, you haven't got your book out yet. You haven't even got a pen. What are you doing? Even Mark started work now. And I, oh, and no. I, I was like, holy shit, man, I'm the fucking example. Oh. I like set the, and, and the teacher tries to cover their tracks. I'm like, we, we, which is good, Mark. Like, yeah. Good, the, yeah. And I just, you're coming the, along, you're coming along, you're doing really well, you know. That teacher used to get so angry that she would stomp her feet. Oh, How yeah. weird is, like, do you, yeah. like the 90s were a weird time to, for learning um, different, like, teaching methods. Oh, like, it te- was, Teaching methods, man. I had a teacher, year four teacher, so I was nine. Yep. He would had you know do you remember the big one meter rulers? Yep. Yeah. Yep. He would if we talked, he would just slam them on the desks. Yeah. Like and full on this is a grown man. He was big too. He was like yep. at least six foot. Yeah. And he just slam it. And like, you know, it was so loud, your ears would ring afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, 
going to see Tool or something. And yeah. come out like, like one, one of the first times I saw them, I didn't bring earplugs, and it was so it was the entertainment. Set. It was so like, like my ear, my ears were ringing for, ringing for a week. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sitting there in business studies. They're like, got... so Jeff, uh, what do you think about the SWOT analysis? It's like, I'm like, this is great. Like, <laughs> did at least you get to see Tool, not just like see your English teacher? And oh, said, that's you know, true. Yeah, man, I couldn't believe that. You know, and I had another teacher used to throw whiteboard markers at us. Like, I've heard you know, that with the with the chalk duster, like mm. before my time, but. My parents were like of the nun era, so like oh, they yeah, they yeah. said that that's, that's like some fucking traumatic shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, like it's fucking insane the amount of shit that used oh, to it's happen nuts. and it's stuff. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. It's like, like yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I feel like like I've pretty much always done public schooling. Yeah. Um. In case you're not about to know that when I start reading this fucking thing, <laughs> but um. <laughs> no, I don't. I yeah. Like I I didn't. I whatever. You know. You meet people where yeah. Like I I, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, okay. Well, like, yeah, and not, not that matters. Like, I've done, I know public and private, who cares, you know? Yeah, well, uh, um, Catholic, yeah. Now that you're teaching, do you ever look back and think back to when you were a student and you're like, oh, that teacher, like, is having, was having a problem then yeah, totally. that I'm having yeah, now? Yeah, definitely. I regret, like, I remember I took so many things so personally as a student, as you do, you mm. know, like, and also, like, you know, you're a young person. You're maturing into who you're going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're going through that, what they call it, the buildings remand process, the coming of age. And it's and then, like, you know, these teachers are like, you know, they've had, like, the hardest thing is when you've got, like, a five-period day. So it's, like, five hours in front of, an, you know, well, let's call it an audience. Mm. And sometimes, like, in, in my year 11 classes, you had 28. Like, that's, you know. That's a big like class, that's yeah. A, that, yeah, it's a big class. That's a lot, not the basement, but that's a but that's bigger than a lot of the rooms that we've played, yeah. um, and you know, or at least equivalent size. And you're doing that five times a day, like you're just exhausted. So you reach period five, and it's after lunch. You're just keen to go and perform to five people. In <laughs> exactly. State, yeah. I was just like, you want to, Who wants to see me bomb? <laughs> like you know. But it's um, yeah, man. It's just it's yeah. It's so you know. There's teachers going through stuff like you know like yeah life personal shit yeah yeah you know like I, I remember when i first started it was around when i started comedy and then I, I became a father not long after that maybe like about eight nine months later mm. and um or probably even less actually yeah so uh and yeah man it was so like i was exhausted every day like every day mm. it was like waking up with like a like a colossal hangover yeah, yeah. like you know and that's and then if you were dumb enough like I was to have a couple of drinks, you know, have a few glasses of wine before going to bed, yeah. you know, I was just like, I was like walking through molasses during the day. It was so hard. And yeah, and then you're having to teach kids, you know, like HSC English yeah, and yeah. everything. Like, and there's some kid, you know, oh, I hate you so. Like, yeah, it's just like. Yeah. Did you take things personally as a teacher? Oh, when, big time. Yeah. Early on, every time. Like, I was, just, I got so upset. They used to call me the Ferrari because yeah. I'd just go zero to 100, like, boom. Yeah, and, yeah. And I get so angry. And I used, and I didn't realize that, like, a lot of kids are just, they're just, they're just there. They're just mm. going to school. And some kids, you know, they really want to do well. They want to, they've got a uni course they want to get into. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I want to go and do, like, law at ANU or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, when I was in Sydney, it was Sydney University. And that's, like, you know, like, getting that's the ladder to heaven or however they saw it and so those kids you just kind of like you just help them along the way and they they come to class every every day and whatever but like other kids you know they're just like they're just there they're just filling time you know mm. like they're just they you know they don't they don't like english yeah they don't, don't want to learn about shakespeare they're just they're just there they're just chilling out and you've and you've got to be like okay so you know like macbeth is about this and they're just like who cares yeah now you kind of like go i think you just get better at teaching as well like True. anything you know so just i just like kinda, comedy you like yeah you have a you look you have a good set you have a bad set you have a good audience you know like i yeah. still take it personally whenever i have a bad set oh Dude, yeah how Be many times do you see a comedian if they don't do too well just 
become a completely different person. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, like, yeah. I've seen people walk off from the stage, not like, so they've been yep. heckled or whatever, fuming. and yep. they've just not yep. even anything, just straight out the door and in their car oh. and away they go. And yeah, it's, I've seen that before, wow. and fuck, dude. It's like, I always describe us. I was actually talking to Pat Doherty about this when I was, when we were off the stage. Um, whenever someone bombs on stage, man, I, because when, especially when I MC, yeah. I feel like um, Mo when Homer's doing boxing and he's getting yeah. the shit kicked out of him by fucking Tatum. Yeah. And he's just like, I can't fucking watch this dude. And he just runs out. Yeah. Like, that's I just, like bombing. I just feel like coming yep. back as the fan man and taking yeah. the person out of the. Yeah, definitely, man. Good analogy. Yeah, I like it's that. Li- like I literally can't watch sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I do like to see someone that starts bombing and they fucking, all the comedians are like cringing on their behalf and then they fucking bring it around and before you know it, they walk off like they're fucking like yeah. they're the next, um, the next big thing. It's yeah. like, holy shit. Like it's hard enough to keep a crowd going. Oh, yeah. It's even harder to turn it around after you've, fucked up oh like. definitely oh man like i i remember it was it was one of the ba- it was it was a recent basement and i just had too much on like i think i had like fundamentals that week or something mm. work family everything and i was just going through this phase i was going through my material way too quickly mm. like and i had this yeah like somebody i had a joke about something and then like something related and then this this guy said to Dylan Holmes, who's now in Perth, uh, said like, "Is that is that Jeffrey Charles on speed right now?" <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was just gunning through this, yeah, yeah. and it was just it, like it was too it much. Happens. It yeah. happens, you know. And yeah, it was funny. I had another one like a, a night where I did better, thank, uh, thankfully, and uh, at Blackbird. Mm-hmm. And but I don't know about you. I'm always I'm never as happy unless you're absolutely destroying, like you know, and you know you've done really yeah, well. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, that could have been better. Mm-hmm. And I had an okay set, like I was happy with it, and. Uh, but like when I got off uh, the stage, I was just like, oh, no. I was just like, yeah, that was yeah. and um and then but then like five six people came up to me they're like I loved your stuff, mm. yeah. yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh okay, so you know it's one of those things like I think it's often in our heads, yeah, and yeah. it's hard with comedy because it's so like it's just you thinking about your jokes and yourself all the time. I've addressed that on stage, and I've just said like, how the fuck is this a thing that you've come out to watch, <laughs> like. <laughs> That's the like, master undersell. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, sitting here like, why what are you doing? Here? Like, who called a fucking Uber? Like, you paid money to just to before you even walked in the door. Oh, it's hilarious. I, I've brought that up on stage. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I literally like thought of this half of this shit while I was on my way here. Yeah, you're like, you know, you're investing time into this. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> what, like what makes what makes me different from fucking anyone else, but all yeah. of a sudden I'm up here doing it. I think some people perform to the audience mm. and some people are kind of part of the audience. Like right. some, I'll sometimes do sets where like I address the fact that I'm on stage and you're there and you're watching me do this, which for some reason this is entertaining for you. <laughs> mm. And then sometimes I'll just go up there as if I was doing like an arena and I don't address the fact that there's an audience there. I'll just say my set and yeah. leave. And it depends on the vibe of the room. Yeah, It'll be like um, that end. Like that's in my mind. Um, the only time I'm ever going to be in an arena is if I pretend that the open <laughs> mic is an arena. Um, but yeah, I just, I just have to do it that way. Like sometimes I'll, have a set that I need to rehearse and I'll just go, all right, and then smash it out. Like yeah. it's a specific, specific audience 
I'll just go for it. Other audiences might be more of like an active crowd and I'll um, reactive and I'll kind of have a bit of back and forth. Yeah. Um, and I'll break that fucking fourth wall or I'll just go out there and just be like, here's my performance. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I think like different rooms, different energies. And also like, it's, it's what you're going through. You know, it's kind of like, it's hard to, it's different. This is where I think like comedy is kind of different to music in that, you know, there's a lot of similarities, like there's rhythm to both, I think a big time, but like, you know, like if you play a bum note, mm. anyone can hear it. Even someone who's not musical, they'll be like, mm. you know, it's like, you know, mm. you know, like, you know like, I love like, it when I hear that at the bar, dude. I fucking love it. I'm just like, man, I love how that yeah. dude just fucked that solo up. But you're like, in it as well. Like, yeah. you're like, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, when we see one of our friends, sorry to mean to cut you off there. Oh, but, no, I cut like, you off when to we, say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, Like when we see one of our, like, well, one of our friends and like we see each other's bits all the time and you can tell when you miss a beat, you know, when they miss a beat in their show and, you know, and, and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that could have been here, etc. But the audience doesn't know that. That's the, that's the big difference with comedy. Hmm. Like they might, they might not get the joke or they get it, but they don't like, they, they don't have the, as much of an understanding of it as with music yeah. where there's that pre-programmed thing of like, oh, this is in the, you know, this is in the key of E and this note doesn't fit in. Oh, I, everyone hears that. Yeah. Even from someone who can't, you know, play guitar to save their life, mm. you know, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Comedy so weird. it's such a weird animal. Yeah, it's it's becoming the new rock and roll. I think, like in yeah. my mind, because it's become the last place where there's people. Um, it still seems pretty fresh. Like, yeah. I, I, if I'm honest, man, like I work in the music industry. I don't work. I'm not a musician, mm. but I work in that industry. Like my one of my jobs is powered by music. Yeah, and performances, and like I realized that. Sometimes, men, like music, certain types of music have been done to death. Yeah. Like, whereas comedy is probably one of the few things that's left where you can't do, like, I'm not going to go up there and I'm not going to put on a comedy cover night. Yeah, and cover yeah, yeah. a whole bunch of Dave Chappelle jokes. Yeah, let's, let's like, do some Jerry Seinfeld. You know, like I've yeah. thought of similar ideas yeah. where we do cover nights, um, where like. A comedian and I swap sets. Yeah, we've we've talked. I think we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like now it's on the pod. People are gonna fucking steal it. But anyway, <laughs> it's also a good point know. of reference. Like this yeah. this episode's released at a point in time, right? Like, yeah, that's true. But anyway, um, maybe I was just covering my ass. But um, there's <laughs> a record now, so it's yeah, all, like all good. This is going out in um, you know the. 14th of December 2017 if it's after that date then safe <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that's what we call an evergreen dude we can just uh, fucking yeah, re- just record just shit it. back then and still back then I mean now and but, but it's true man I reckon like comedy's like it, it really it I think the thing that's so liberating about it is that it's you against the world. Mm. Like, you know, it's someone getting up there and you don't know what it's going to be and 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 it's and again essentially like a lot of comedy is about it's I, I, maybe not all of it, but a lot of it's about some some version of you, mm. like some version of whoever's there. Can, that can be true or not true. Like you can be who you want to be. It's like there's a good quote um, by Kurt Vonnegut, the writer who did um, uh, the Slaughterhouse Five, mm-hmm. and he said, "We are who we pretend to be, so we need to be careful who we pretend to be." Mm. And I think with comedy, I think that 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 fits. I mean, he's talking about humanity as yeah, a whole, yeah. but I think with comedy that really fits because like. Yeah, like, you know, there's a version of whatever we are seeing. And that's so great because like, you get someone, like we talked earlier, I don't want to rehash too much, bit, sorry, too, much, too many bits here, but like, you know, you can you can get like your stuff 
and my stuff is is different. Yeah. But the similarities too. Yeah, yeah. And then um and then like you know there's a lot of narrative comics here because that's the predominant form. But then you get Luke who gets up and and does one liners and you're like that's awesome. You know like I I love it. You get Chris Malton who does like character comedy and and it's so good. Like you know like yeah I love it that it's different. Yeah. Whereas yeah you know like people playing metal they play metal. You're playing in drop D. You're playing in drop D. Like mm. that's not. Not to, uh, yeah, I'm being very general there. Like, but you know, like people getting up playing the blues, you know, like it's, I don't know, it's, it, com- I, I love music too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not ragging on musicians. I just like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I do musical, uh, some musical stuff in my own gear. So, yeah, 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 yeah dude. Um, no, you're a fucking great singer. I, um, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even addressed it last time. I was like, how am I yeah. meant to fucking follow that? <laughs> well, well, like mate. I'm, I'm MCing and still like having to follow. The thing is like, in most cases, the MC has to follow and bring up everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, okay, so yeah, cool. I'll fucking have to, I have to bring the crowd. <laughs> no, this is, no. is going to be slightly yeah. easier because I have to just bomb a little bit to, <laughs> no. to even it up. You could, you could just do jokes. Like, Cause I really, I don't know. I do jokes, but yeah. Like, I like your, yeah, I love some of your joke jokes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, they're the ones that I've actually written. All the mm. rest, um, all my joke jokes probably started off as an unwritten joke. Yeah. And then it became one. But, oh, back to your uh, quote before, man. I've got, like, a slightly more um, dumbed-down version. Sure, yeah. Um, this was from Charlie Manson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. very different guy yeah, to Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> I mean, hey, still hit, he had his own way of saying that yeah, same quote. I suppose so, yeah. Um, he was like, do you want me to be the man you're trying to make me? <sighs> yeah, that's... Very Charles Manchin yeah, spin on is, that same. It? Yeah, yeah. But, it's, but he came from the counterculture too in the 60s and, yeah. yeah a fucking um, Mindhunter on Netflix. If yeah, I need to watch that. It, yeah. Everyone everyone raves about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I, to... I just, I'm a fan of 70s um, style cinema. Oh. And although it's like... Um, Recorded more recently, they've yeah. still got, got they, that, they did really well to recreate. It's got that, that aesthetic vibe. to it. Yeah, wow. you so. should watch. Have you watched? Um, have you watched Serpico? No. Oh, you should. Yeah, it's really good. It's Al Pacino. It's like it's about police and police corruption. It's right in the seventies. Like you've seen The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I reckon that's the pinnacle of, of seven, that. Seven, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just like it's, even though it's you know set in like the forties and the fifties. Yeah, but yeah. It, um, you can just in the filmmaking of it. It's so good. Yeah, but Sir- Serpico's Mad Man. It's really good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah it's worth well. a look. Okay, uh, that wraps up the first part of this episode. We'll uh, have Jeff in the second part where we'll go through some uh, English English teacher stuff, mm. uh, some some idioms and uh, random banter that, uh, yeah, that I prepared, actually prepared for this show. So, so uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening to the first part and uh, keep your eyes out for the second part, which will come out soon, where we'll do some uh, some more more stuff, use Jeff's uh, expertise. Yeah. Well, let's not get too carried away. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening um, so far and um, remember to um, like, subscribe, share and rate for the, uh, for the podcast. And uh, Jeff has uh, some social medias. You're on... Yes, so uh, on Instagram, I'm Jeffrey Charles Comedy with a J. Yeah, uh, and I th- and I think I've, I've got a Twitter that I don't use very much. Um, it's uh, I am Jeff Charles. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty dormant. Yeah, no, dude, it's um, it's out there, man. I've seen it. We've seen some of the barbecuing stuff that you've been talking about before. So, um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show. And um, as I mentioned before, the um, our mutual friend Bill Burr, he's um, he's uh, got a He's got actually got a. Um, he was talking on the podcast about um, 
Ralphie May and his barbecuing yeah. and stuff. Oh, legend Ralphie. And, and yep. this is my Ralphie May impression. We've spoke about impressions. He just goes, um, he's just like, um, Bill, you're doing it all wrong, man. Like, you're doing yeah. it wrong. You, no, he's more like a southern. He's, southern, he's, yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, Bill, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, I mean, that's not a... That's, yeah, that, that was like Blanche Dubois. <laughs> it's a, um, from Streetcar Named Desire meets I've Ralphie got a, May. I've that got was a, bad. I've got to think of Ralphie May to like... To do his accent, my yeah. my impression of Ralphie May doing a bit is one where it's just like, um, "Where you from, player?" Yeah, 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 yeah. He was that's good. That was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I loved Ralphie May. He was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. So, uh, yeah, so check it out for some more barbecuing tips and fucking adventures. Definitely. And um, yeah, check me out on uh, Marky Worthington Comedy Facebook and Instagram, and Marky Comedy on um, on Twitter. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, tune in for the next one. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, yeah right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shame for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow Turn it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. Yeah, right.